following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. Brian, what have you seen from Washington's defense through one week and some of the guys we've seen in previous years that they've got uh, that could be key matchups for this team. Yeah, I think it starts with Ryan Kerrigan with this front. And Coach Garrett talked about Ryan Kerrigan and what, you know, he's a guy that he doesn't miss games. He's a relentless player. You, all the things, you, all those uh, things uh, that you want to say, cliches you want to talk about a player, a defensive player, a rush player, uh, Ryan Kerrigan fits that mold. And I, I feel like that the matchup with him, and Lyle Collins is one you have to keep an eye on because I went back and watched the game last year, and uh, he got Lyle Collins a couple of different times. The big time was down on the goal line with the sack, the fumble. They kind of got him in a in a situation where they didn't block him as well. They didn't handle the twist stunt as well. And but then in his first sack though, he got Lyle Collins just overpowered him and then was able to make the play. So Collins has got to be ready for that. He's got to be ready for uh, that relentless type play through the echo of the whistle. Uh, they just can't allow uh, Ryan Kerrigan to make plays in this game, whether it's in the pass or the run. Ryan Kerrigan could be a hard guy to run to the outside of because he's long, he's able to extend, and he'll, he'll widen you. And then they've got linebackers that can run. This, uh, this uh, the, the kid they got, uh, Cole Holcomb, from North Carolina, had to make a start at, uh, at to Mike Linebacker and did a really nice job in the Philadelphia game. So they got some guys in this defense that can run. Montez Sweat can run. Uh, but uh, the, the guy I think the biggest key for the Cowboys to make sure they take a care of is to take care of, of Ryan Kerrigan. I think he's the one player that can really cause problems for you. Without Jonathan Allen being in the game, I feel like that's the best, uh, the best shot for the Redskins to have some type of success. And he didn't practice for them yesterday. It sounds like he's week to week with a knee issue, so that yeah. that would impact their D line. Jonathan but, Allen. Yeah, I don't think he he's not going to play in this game. I don't think. They're, they they if one of the great things I don't know we don't get this with the other teams, but they they send all their quotes and stuff too. I don't know. I, I've never seen that before. No. Nope. So that's a great thing. You, you know, they got Jay Gruden's. Uh, he's going through his injury report. He's talking about all his players, and so you kind of get an idea. It looks like that him and Geis are going to be guys that are going to be uh, you know, out yeah. of this football game. Sounds like Geis is getting a second opinion on yeah. this. On May, his down in Florida, already, Dr. Andrews, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they've already said he needs to have surgery to repair the torn meniscus, Yeah, and which would keep him out probably two, four, six weeks, something yep. like that if he has it. So yep. uh, you would imagine he's out. Uh, you know, and the other thing with Jonathan Allen, and I know the depth chart's different on how they use guys, but his back. The depth, their depth chart, Caleb Brantley, he's not practicing either. Yeah. Along with their starting free safety, uh, Monte Nicholson. So they've got a few injury problems. Jordan yeah. Reed's probably still not ready to go. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, and then if Geis is out, uh, Colt McCoy, we know, is out. So, uh, yeah, they're getting a little thin with starters well, having problems. The Tim Settle, who a veteran guy, you know, is uh, he's. 
a guy that could play as an inside player in the nickel, or he could play as a defensive end. So if they have to do something for Jonathan Allen, uh, you know they've got this outside linebacker too, Ryan Anderson, that they'll put his hand down on the ground as well. So they've got ways to kind of make up for Allen. But Allen did a really nice job last year of being very disruptive. You know, Connor Williams had some problems with him in that football game. Uh, he's just one of those guys, a very powerful guy. Uh, you know, a lot like Deron Payne, those guys, those big inside techniques, hard guys to move, hard guys to they keep you square along the line of scrimmage, and it makes it difficult for the back to get a read for how they're going to run the football. That's, you know, with Zeke Yellow, when he runs the ball, he's looking for creases. He's looking for guys. He's looking for gaps. He's looking for guys that get turned. It's very hard to turn these Washington down uh, linemen. Now, Philadelphia did have some success uh, in the second half of their game, running the football uh, with that with that way, they were able to kind of get the Redskins off balance a little bit with their game plan. So, uh, Cowboys offensive line up to the task should be, but uh, we'll see if in fact that they can get some. I think they're going to need to run the ball in this game, I, and, and it's going to be talking about oh balance and all that. It's again another cliche to say, but I think to really set up what they want to do. Uh, you know, to I think the, the Redskins defensively are more disciplined than what the Giants were, and so you know, playing keys and all that, I think they're going to have to have some success, try and take some of the pressure off Prescott, even though he played great last week. Allow him some of those uh, some of those easier throws off that play action if they're actually running the football well and they're committed to stopping the run. Yeah, I was going to ask you what you thought about this this Redskins defensive front because I think they're that's a deeper, more talented group than what the Giants had. Sure, uh, but from what you saw on tape, because there's been a lot of talk about the Cowboys defensive line needing more production after that first game. Redskins, you go back and look at it in the final box score, they got four hits on the quarterback, yeah. one sack. I think Wentz was like. 12 of 13 passing on third down. On third down, yeah. They, they weren't able to get off the field. I think yeah, all, three was of big his, problems, yeah. all three of his touchdowns came on third down. I'm sure they're looking for more production and, defensively. And it, depending on what you think about the Philadelphia offensive line, I think it's very similar to the Cowboys offensive line when you start talking about player for player. You know, if the fact that the that they were able to protect a little bit better, mm-hmm. th- this team does have a legitimate pass rusher. Actually, has two of them. I don't think the Giants do. So, Cowboys, if they could protect like they did against the Giants last week, that will open up so much for them uh, going against this Washington secondary. Plus, they they gave up 123 yards rushing to Philadelphia. Yeah. So in big chunks too. So they, they they were susceptible against the run, and and now you've got Zeke ready to go. I I, I bet there's no pitch count on him this game. You don't no. think so? Well, no. think about it. He got 37 snaps in the game. The game almost gets you ready to play more so than practice. Right? And they probably weren't expecting that many from him, but some of the drives, the way they unfolded, well, he was on the field yeah. maybe a little bit more than they. Th- Thought he and might I be. guarantee you, if it was a close game and they didn't need to sit him in the fourth quarter, yeah. he'd have played. I think so. But I yeah, bet you don't. I, I bet you don't get thirty-seven snaps in practice. In yeah. a in a week, maybe. In a week, yeah. He he gets a lot of work. He'll surprise you how much work he does get done. And I think they're they're more mindful maybe this week because he hasn't had a lot of snaps since since OTAs and the mini camps. Right. But they also want to get make sure that Tony Pollard's ready, and they also want to make sure that Jameis Olawale is ready. You so know? the game almost prepares him for the next game better than you know three practices he had. Yeah. So you got to count that too. I mean, somebody mentioned in the walk off, well, this would be six practices, but the game means something. Yeah. That, that gets you ready to play again. So I bet he's ready to go. 
nothing like actually getting hit, right? Yeah, getting that or first just hit getting again. snaps and seeing it live, yeah. you know? So, yeah, let's go. What are your thoughts on Amari's and other guys from different circumstances, but coming off missing a month? Did you see anything different from him in terms of the way he responded in the game and then coming back this week? Is there any concern there for him? Or did he look like himself? I thought he looked pretty much like Amari Cooper yeah. uh, in the game with the, coming off the heel field. You know what? If Amari Cooper was out there working and not running routes at full speed, and if he was running at 50% or 60% routes and just kind of getting an idea, getting timing and stuff like that, I would be totally okay with that. I don't need Amari Cooper practicing at 100%. I don't need uh, – take that back. I don't need Amari Cooper running his routes at 100%. I just need Amari Cooper to kind of, okay, I'm part of the game plan. You know, Dak Prescott knows what Amari Cooper can do. Dak Prescott knows if I throw the ball here, Amari Cooper is going to be there. I'd be very mindful. I think Amari Cooper, as much as he wants to go out there and, and run and be, you know, be the, the guy that we all know he is, I think he has to be very mindful of that because he's going he's gonna to practice. He wants to practice. He wants to go out there. But I, I would be, I think he's also, if you asked him, he would say, hey, Amari, are you running every route like it's 100%? You know? And he would probably say, well, you know, I'm, I'm mindful of my situation out there and what I need to do. I know I need to practice. But I also know that I need to be careful how I practice. No, no sense of aggravating that. You know, I mean, if he's sitting over on the side, he's not, he's not, he's resting it right. But being out there and actually running the routes, at least he kind of gets a feel of how things could be. I mean, he played, he played 52 of 68 snaps. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like they regulated his snaps. No. They just, at the end, probably said, okay, you're yeah, done. You're out. We're, yeah. up, we're up 25 points. Right. Don't need you out there anymore. Same thing with Zach Martin. He told us yesterday the back responded okay coming out of the game. He's They've got a plan for him. I think, was he limited yesterday? Um, so, you know, try to get him throughout the season, get him ready to play, because that back thing is something you don't want to linger as well. Nope. Um, I think Jason Garrett, you, if he could get, understand that, I know that better than anybody right now. <laughs> I think if if Jason Garrett would be really happy if he could get his players through the padded practice of those guys that are uh, that are nicked up a little bit or banged up, and kind of get them work that way, get them a little work in the heat, and you know get their conditioning a little bit better. And then if he has to manage a Thursday or Friday practice, he'll be able to do that. That's a little bit more allow the guys to kind of catch their feet. You know, get their bodies back again. But that that Wednesday practice is really, really important to him because he does take them outside and he does work in the heat. And those guys have to fight through that. So, you know, all the focus is really on that. And then, okay, now what do we need to do on Thursday and Friday uh, to make sure our guys are available Sunday? And that's kind of what they did with Sean Lee, right? Yes, he gets through the padded practice. The padded practice is important. If you need Friday off, go ahead. Don't don't worry about it. I need you for Sunday. Yeah. So you got to be careful with those things. All right, good enough. Let's take our first break. When we come back, more looking at week two of Cowboys Redskins, and we'll take your questions as well next on Talking Cowboys. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too Right above the subway. Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. 
Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at formation this dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the star's aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Back to the break. Welcome back. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live at AT&T Stadium on Sunday, September 22nd as they take on the Miami Dolphins. Get your tickets now at DallasCowboys.com. We are back on Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Talking Cowboys and Redskins week two up in Landover, Maryland. You guys, uh, we talked about concerns week one. Does some of those concerns... Anything you know, I had I had the concern to talk about. We really don't know what maybe we'll see with Kellen Moore. What we'll see from him, you know, as far as the play caller, kind of had an idea watching practice and stuff. I liked the way how aggressive he took advantage of the situation, though. But did any of those concerns that you might have had in Week One is it still a concern for you? I know it was a a great victory, a, a great uh, a dominating victory against the Giants. But was there anything? that you thought about the earliest season that you said, okay, well, we, I'm still kind of seeing this a little bit? Well, we we got a, we talked about the run defense a couple days ago. We yeah. had a mailbag question on it on the are site we, today. Are we overdoing that on the I, run defense? I personally think this will get tightened up, but I understand people's concerns because it goes back to the Rams. It goes back to the Colts in December. Right. And I will say this. I think Saquon Barkley is a tough draw. He's the best back they're going to play, in my opinion. Yeah, and you get yeah. him in week one. Yeah. yeah. And we were tackling poor. Tackling. I mean, we yeah. were talking to Leighton Van Der Esch on Friday, and he was so excited about the op- He called it an op- great opportunity, pounded his fist right off the bat to figure out where we are with our tackling right. coming out of camp. I think that's a tough draw for a team that you don't get a lot to do with that, do a lot of that in preseason. It's not an excuse, but I think it's something they can tighten up with as much talent as they have on this defense. I'm not that worried about it. But, look, Adrian Peterson's a challenge. There's no doubt about it. Am I wrong, though, about trying to have the balance to talk about having the running game? Or is or am I do I need to think that now Dak Prescott, yeah, you can load the wagon on him and he'll carry the load for you? 
is offensively that, do you okay that's a good question I mean, because if, you know to me if if that's the case then you know then everybody's gonna say well you shouldn't have paid Ezekiel up I, I I'm one of these guys that believes you should have paid Ezekiel I'm glad they did I really am I think he's important but am I am I going to be wrong at the end of the day about wow Dak Prescott can carry the load yeah he could shoulder he could throw the ball 40 times a game and this team will be okay all right so Back to the running thing. I just did my math real quick. Mm-hmm. The Giants only ran the ball 17 times. But they had 151 yards. Yeah, the score had so, that. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take away the 59. Right. So now it's 16 for 92. Right. That's almost six yards a carry. Sure. That's what I said yesterday. That, yeah. They were productive beyond yeah. just the big run. So it wasn't the fact that you know they they didn't they gave up on the run or whatever. They yeah. they still had 151 yards rushing, and they've already them. given up a hundred yard rusher. Last year there was three over 16 games. Now you're one for one. Yeah. So yeah, I still think. Um, was that your concern? Was that your biggest yes, concern coming out of the game? Yeah, because yeah. I, 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 I had written down all the other concerns I had uh, going going into the game. Um, I know we can, talked can about Dak it. Can Dak step up and yeah, do exactly. Okay, yeah. That, yeah. okay, Dak check mark did. that. Yeah, with the run defense, are you seeing things from that Giants game that were similar to Rams? Playoff game. I saw or, a gaping hole for Saquon Barkley yeah, on the not, second snap of the game. He's not wrong about that. Well, yeah, and that was that was a gap issue, right? And yeah. a miscommunication right. pre-snap, really. Well, I, I, gap issue was, was the linebackers were in the wrong gap. But all yeah. I know right. on the outside there, once they hit hit Tyrone Crawford with a double team, there right. was nobody. There was there. nobody in the, in the alley at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. I well, I gotta see. Let me ask you yeah. this though. Okay, going in though, this game plan. If you're the Redskins, do you say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna run the football until Dallas proves they can stop from from that happening? Is that is that going to be something? I mean, if you're the if you're the Cowboys, do you have to go in this game plan thinking it's not going to be about Case Keenum maybe throwing the ball like he hit did in the, you know the long passes to uh, to Terry McLaurin you know and people like that? Is it? Or is it just turn around and handing the ball to Adrian Peterson until Dallas finds a way to stop this running game? I mean, didn't he have 100 yards uh, last year? He did. This, and it, it was and, the and second game? He ran yeah. well. Well, yeah. it was the fourth game of the year. The fir- the, yeah. I mean, the, the first, first time, time they, they met. Played, yeah, yeah, when they got beat. No, I was with uh, Ambar Garcia. She broke down some stuff for Somos Cowboys. And there was a couple plays that I pulled for that of they're running the inside, the inside zone, just straight handoff, uh, you know, inside handoff. And I mean, there are white jerseys on blue jerseys across the board. And now there's that hole that Mickey's talking about, that gaping hole. And and it's Tank Lawrence having to run all the way from the backside as the play has gone for 20 yards. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that the, the Cowboys have got to be aware of gap control, playing your technique, getting off blocks, because if the Redskins could figure out that they could run the football by just going up and getting hats on hats with Adrian Peterson, this could be a long day for them. I mean, it could be a long day, but it also could be a long day for the Redskins having to deal with Ezekiel Elliott and the passing game and all that. Exactly. I mean, that Mickey pointed out, the score affected to some degree how much Barkley was involved in that game. And that's going to, you know, if the Cowboys can get off to a good start, that's going to impact Peterson as well. Oh, it did. It clearly did. It clearly affected the way. It came down to the the Giants having to throw the football. Right. You know, all of a sudden, and, and, you know, Barkley's over on the sidelines talking to his coach. He's like, why am I not in the game? 
Well, you're not in the game because we don't want to risk you getting, you know, hurt in one of these this, you know, when it's out of hand like it is. But if that game was tight, and and what happens every time that we go play at that FedEx field? It's a tight game. It's, it's a, never it's, easy. Up it's there. never easy, and you know it's not easy for the Redskins either. No, it's not. You know they they've had their they've had their issues too. It came down to really a bad call and a missed field goal at the very end. But there's sacks, there's fumbles, there's interceptions on both sides. There's tip balls. There's Dak Prescott trying to get a quarterback sneak for a first down. Ball gets punched loose. You know there's a lot of things that happen in these these games that you don't. You know you're kind of like whoa. Okay, that that could have been very well the difference of the game right there. There may be rain in the forecast. Rain on in Sunday. the forecast. Both teams maybe having to run the football a little more. Yeah. So they got this little category here: tackles for losses. Had a chance for a couple. I know that. There's no name on that list. Yeah. Yeah. That means they didn't have any. Yeah. Right. So the person that was criticizing me about uh, the reason the defensive line didn't have a lot of tackles because all they did was throw the ball. Yeah. Well, okay, but they ran the ball 16 times other than the long one for 92 yards. Somebody's got to make those tackles. I tell you what, Mickey, I'm with you. I never felt like the Cowboys had a real control over that when they handed the ball to 26. I felt like it was a four- or five-yard shot, and maybe the, they had a chance for a tackle for a loss, I believe, with Anthony Brown. That, I mean, And that's a defensive back. Anthony Brown comes up, doesn't wrap up, and then you get a spin and uh, an eight-yard gain. They did force three fumbles. Yeah. They did get two of those. And they that's did a good they, thing they, they did. Yeah. They did get off the field 11 out of 13 yeah. times. I mean, I know. it wasn't I know. all bad defensively, but you guys are right. I mean, the, it's, the, it's, it's not the – it's to me, you could say what you want about the pass rush because of Manning getting rid of the football, that's fine. The, the, I feel like that they could play good pass defense. I feel like the pressure will come, but I – if teams are have the ability to run the football on you and control the game that way, mm-hmm. you know, and they make it all manageable. I mean, you get you get this quarterback in those situations where it's second and four, second and three, second and five all day. He's going to look like an All Pro quarterback, and that's the thing I worry. I mean, I worry on early downs. How can the Cowboys win on those early downs? That's going to be key for them in this game. You know, and and the other thing is, is what you hope, what you hope was the Rams game was one of those things. Yeah. But was it a blueprint for other people to say, oh, that's yeah. how we run against the Cowboys? Yeah. Or what, what Indianapolis did? You or know? or yeah. you just draft Saquon Barkley with the first yeah. overall pick. And, well, yeah. Indianapolis didn't <laughs> yeah. have Saquon yeah. Barkley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I will point out, Demarcus Lawrence gets 32 snaps. Out of sixty nine, right. and yeah. I understand. Tyrone gets 30. no question. Robert Quinn's not back yet. But how about those backup guys? We okay. always talk about the backup guys. They, I mean, Brian Broadus will sit there and tell great. you. Brian Broadus will tell you. Here, I'm talking third person again. But Brian Broadus will tell you, like, oh, hey, rotation, big rotation, rotational players. That's all I ever talk about. The rotational players. Did they really get the job done? No, they really didn't. It was a game in hand. Yeah. But did the rotational players, when all they knew they had to do was play pass, did they did they do enough? And, that, and no, the answer is no there. So I think overall, defensively, you would have to say, okay, what was the blemish here? Yeah, they gave up yards, which they're okay with. But you know, if they play somebody that can, you know, that that could, their defense is better, then it becomes a tight game. Well, they could have some more problems here. So you asked about questions going in and, and about uh, yeah, the, yeah, was, the different deals. Yeah. We got to go to a break? No, keep oh, going. Okay. Or, or tease so, something. Tease so, something. No, so I was saying, so we mentioned Dak. The other thing was Amari's foot. 
Right. Check. Nothing wrong there. Yeah, right. yeah, we think, yeah. We've been saying Michael Gallup's ready to take the next step. Yeah. Right. Check. Yeah. Nothing there. Can Randall Cobb do the job and replace Cole Beasley? Check. Check right there. Yeah. Uh, any worries about Kellen Moore now? Because he's now the next boy wonder. Yeah, he's, right? he, is, he is Bill Walsh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what, would, what would Jason Witten do? And would he get in the way of Jarwin? No. 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 And yeah, yes yeah. and no. You yeah. know, he was fine, and he didn't get in the way of Jarwin. Right. By the way, I was going to mention that snap, dis, not disparity, the distribution of snaps between the two of them. Uh, Jarwin got 27, and Witt got 45. So we'll see. I mean, it was a little Did bit Schultz of, get any? Um, nine. Nine. Okay. Out of sixty-eight. So th- those he, were the th- and and then the other one was Frederick. Yeah. How how was he going to do? I was going to ask you guys that how he, how you guys thought he looked I, in the game. I think he was fine. I, Pass protection. Film was fine. Yeah. He, film, he was yeah. helping out where he needed to help out. You know, and, again, it's about it's about getting in position. It's about securing blocks. It's about helping Connor Williams when you can, and he did all those things. Zach Martin back. Fine, yeah. Tyron. Fine. Yeah. You didn't notice Connor Williams in the game. Yeah, you will this week, though. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I you mean, better not. Yeah, but if yeah you I mean, do, you'll you notice he's problems. having a block. Yeah, yeah. Deron Payne. Yeah. So the, all those things, those were kind of the questions going in. We really didn't have a lot of questions on defense, and right. then we come out of the game, and yeah. now we got questions on the defense. Yeah. Okay, let's take our final break, Brian. You mentioned you had a question about Dak specifically. Yeah. Let's get to that when we come back on Talking Cowboys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it, upside down, like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You, you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. And more Jack Black, because as you know, you're going to show your pits who's boss. Pit boss, antiperspirant, and deodorant. You can now, on special for through, uh, I believe, Tuesday at 11.59 p.m., <laughs> two for $26. Yeah. yeah. You're going to save $38. So go ahead and get your... Pit Boss Annie Perspirant. Mm, mm. Limited quantities, limited time. Go to getjackblack.com. Well, Brian, Brian loves NASCAR, man. This is the pit crew right here. Pit crew. Right I here. wonder if they probably need it, too. Yeah. It's mm. a lot of this time of year, yeah, a lot of smelly driver uniforms. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys. We've got about 10 minutes left in the show. Dak Prescott, huh? Dak Prescott, Brian, you mentioned, I think you're, we're talking about potential concerns. Are we seeing trends after one game, potentially? Yeah. What about that with Dak? Do you think it's reaching a point where if he needs to shoulder the load fully, he can do it, although 21 is back? Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. This might be a game where if they do shut down the run, being the Redskins, that we're going to have to see Dak potentially put it up a bunch. You know, I don't think they want to do that. Me, Nate, and I do the postgame show, and we always look at the stat line when the Cowboys win. We love the stat line when Dak is 22 of 29 for 252 yards and two touchdowns. The old Troy Aikman numbers. Yeah, we just yeah. I love that. That's like, and then you know you got Ezekiel with 100 yards, and you know, but you you've got that balance, and then you've got to win. But I I think after last week, you know, there are people like myself that are saying, wait a minute, maybe this guy can shoulder the load. Maybe he can be with the weapons that he has. Maybe they don't have to run the football as successfully as they do. I think it helps them in the play-action game because Dak Prescott, to me, when you talk about quarterbacks in the league that are really good as ball handlers and then getting rid of the ball from that, the draw, you know, whether it's the boots, the waggles, uh, the play-action stuff, anything that he could do with ball handling and then get the ball out is a real plus for him. But maybe we're starting to see where now Dak Prescott it's going to be able to shoulder the load where if he has to throw that ball 35, 40 times, that in fact he could do it and do it with some success, and his team can win with him playing that way. Better ingredients, better pizza. Don't say it. Better players, <laughs> better quarterback. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Michael Irvin made a really good comment yesterday when he was on the fan. He said, finally, they got receivers that are DAC receivers. These aren't Tony Romo receivers where he's going to throw a lot of 50-50 balls up and they're going to go get him. That's a good point. These are DAC receivers who are going to run precise routes and be where they're supposed to be when they need to be there. And, and, and he can throw the ball on time then. But before, he's not trusting guys. That's a good point. And he's holding the ball. Amari Cooper, great routes, right? Randall Cobb, we know what he can do. Yep. And now Michael Gallup's no longer a rookie. So to me, uh, that makes a lot of difference in his play. Now, on the other hand, how many times are you going to get two touchdown passes when the defense blows the coverage? Yeah. And they don't cover the guy. 
mm-hmm. right? No one covered. They didn't do anything fancy on Jarwin's touchdown. No. He just ran straight down the field, and Number all of a two. sudden the yeah. Giants looked up and go, oh, somebody fact, was supposed to have him. In fact, Dak said that's a play that Witten really has liked for a while, and it was like, oh, Witten's not in the huddle. He's not going to like this because we're dialing it up for Jarwin. And it, but they didn't do anything. It no. wasn't like he even faked the block. He just went straight. Yeah. And then Randall Cobb. He shot football. <laughs> Cobb comes out of the yeah. slot. Yeah. There, There's no motion. They're yeah. in three wide. And no one took him. Yeah. No one no one guarded him. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, now they might have been guilty because their two safeties were doubling the outside guys. But still, they didn't do anything. So how many times in the game is that going to happen? Well, maybe, you know, it, it's a good point. I like what the playmaker said about that, by the way. It's a great point on his part. But maybe it, maybe this these players, maybe the fact that you have Cooper, Cobb, Gallup, Witten, you know, maybe the fact that you have all these guys on the outside, Jarwin occasionally, that put so much pressure on a secondary that, that the adjustments they make are wrong. You know, they're, they're trying so much. Okay, who do you try and stop in this, you know, third down? Who are we going to stop here? We're going to take Gallup out of the game. We're going to take Cooper out of the game. We're going to take Cobb out of the game. And then all of a sudden, well, maybe we'll see more busts because of people trying to Whoa. gamble on who to take out of a game. And then it exposes another area of a defense's weakness. A pick your poison yeah, type I, deal. You know, I, I, I wrote this earlier. I, I, I'm not sure that Greg Minuski is going to travel. Norman, I mean, I I really don't. I, I don't. We haven't seen it, have we? He, it's not traditionally something he does, but it could be a situation where he says, "You know what? I've got to try. I got to try and take somebody away here. I've got to try and you know, and hope, you know, and hope that Landon Collins and Quinn and Dunbar and those guys can hold up. You know, that's that's going to be the trick for them. I mean, they again, they've got a rookie." This Jimmy Moreland is playing the nickel for them. They got a rookie playing the nickel. What did we see last week? The Giants had a rookie playing corner. Baker was part of the, you know, DeAndre Baker. Wasn't and, and it was a terrible game for him. Wasn't Moreland in coverage on the Deshaun Jackson touchdown? Yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah. I mean, they were they were running vertical routes and stuff. And and so yeah, I mean it, it, Minuski could be in some problems because it, and Josh Norman is not what Josh Norman was five years ago. He's not. But he's still, I think, the best defender they have in the secondary and it might you know and even now detaching Witten we've seen Landon Collins in the past go with Witten when he was with the Giants Mm -hmm. you know Witten's had some big games against the Giants and Landon Collins and those guys so I I think that maybe to Mickey's point you know busts maybe because of trying to deal with so much on the outside now. Amari said it yesterday. It's a defense's worst nightmare to have to contend with a lot of different guys making plays. And I think you wrote about this. I said it on the pregame show. If if they're gonna Giants are gonna show extra attention to Amari, Michael right. Gallup could have a big day. We Absolutely, actually, yeah. actually kind of saw the opposite at times. Yeah. Gallup a little extra attention on him. Right. Amari in single coverage. So We'll see the other that, that protection back in this game though. It's got to be protection, right? Yeah, because we, we was, saw what good protection clean, will do. It was as clean yeah. as you could expect. You give this guy the opportunity to look at one or two players and find a Cobb winning, a, a Gallup winning, a Cooper winning, a Witten winning. He's going to make the right decision to get the ball out. I mean, he, think about it. Okay, say Norman, you're going to put him on Amari, right? right. You're going to double Gallup. Yeah. Okay. Who's got the slot? Yeah. And, and their their guy that's listed on the depth chart as the first guy 
Fabian Morrow, he's he's been injured. Yeah, I don't it, even it's know Jimmy if he played. Yeah, no, he didn't play. It's Jimmy Moreland is who. So who Moreland's yeah. going to play. Yeah. So now you he's got Cobb one on one with a rookie. Yeah. And then yeah. who's taking the tight end? Yeah. That's probably Landon Collins. Collins right. That's maybe. probably okay. Landon Collins. So, but, but it's hard to double somebody it, if the exactly. co- if that guy's on Witten, then you can't. Where's the other safety going? Protect. You got nobody safety. Yeah. Protect. Because if you think about it, on uh, on Cooper's touchdown. They got Cooper in single coverage on Baker because right. they had one safety coming down. They yeah. were thinking they're going to blitz, and the and the other safety's in the middle of the field. He couldn't get there in a twenty yard, nope. twenty one yard pass. A little bit of chicken in the egg too, because protection obviously key. Better defensive front this week. Although yeah. I think you're seeing better separation from receivers than we certainly saw at the beginning of last year. Where oh, Dax, much better. Dax getting the ball out. Like Zach Martin said, there were a couple times where it was like we had to hold hold our block for like a split yeah. second. The ball's out, and we're good. Well, how know? about this? How about how about having your all pro center back, which helps tremendously, and how about an improving right tackle, and how about a stronger left guard? Yeah. So the protection could very well be there with with everything that we, we I just talked about with all the we know what we have. With Tyrant Smith, and you know what you have with Zach Martin. Now you got Travis Frederick back in there in the middle, the calls, the help, all that stuff like that. So people could have a hard time rushing this uh, rushing this team, and that could be a problem because Dak, if he's got protection, we've seen it. He'll light you up. Three of the top four receivers in the game in the opener last year, name them. Oh, it's Thompson, Hearns, and Beasley. Am I right? Thompson, Hearns, Beasley, Terrence Williams. Terrence Williams. I wasn't okay. counting Beasley. Okay, yeah. Three of the four. And Tavon Austin. They had a five or six man rotation and then, and then in there. They, they, went, they went from an absolute dumpster fire to like, oh my gosh, he just maybe hit the mother yeah. load here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Better ingredients, better offense. <laughs> All right. right. Definitely more stable there in the receiving I'm going to use that too, by the way. Feel free to write mix shots. Fair enough. <laughs> Friday. Yeah, you missed it on mix shots I yesterday. I was saving it for tomorrow. All, All right. right. Thanks, you guys, for joining us. We'll be back on Friday to wrap up the week previewing Cowboys and Redskins. The break is next on Dallas Cowboys Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!